You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Rue Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Rue Show. Okay, so today I have a ver- some very special guests on the Heidi Rue Show. This is Greer Howard and Beth Keener of The Local Lens. And um, girls, I just have to say, first of all, you're super special because I have mimosas in today. And Woo! not- we are so grateful for, by yeah. the way. Not every guest gets it. No guest actually has gotten it. They get a bottle of water. Do you feel so special, Greer? I really do. And we love mimosas. We love to drink, Heidi. Yeah. yeah. I Well, I figured that. I thought, you know what? No. No, I thought, you know, these girls, they just don't talk enough. Maybe we need to get a little alcohol in them to open them up. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not true. Okay, no. so let me let me tell you guys a little bit about Greer and Beth before we dig in. So first of all, Greer, if you've ever been to an Atlanta Braves game, then you've probably seen her on the big screen because she's the official in-house reporter for the Atlanta Braves. She's also done stuff for CNN's NASCAR 24-7, Track Pass. She's a host of Atlanta Tonight. And then she's also a spokesperson for Paramount Auto Group, and she's been in over 100 commercials, and she's got an adorable four-year-old son. Is he still four years old? I wrote this. He is four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, so if you say he's four, he will correct you very quickly. Yes, yes. (laughs) And then, if you have ever been to an Atlanta United game, then you have probably seen Beth Keener. She is doing a a freaking amazing job with Atlanta United. Seriously, and it's just such a fun game to go to. So, she's a host for Atlanta United. Also, she's been a host for Fox Sports South. She's she's an actress. Both Greer and Keener are act. Sorry, we call I call her Keener sometimes. Beth Greer and Beth. We have too um, many friends named Beth. Yeah, and also I do go by Keener since like birth. So. Oh, good. Okay, good. Then I'm not too far off. Okay, great. So Beth has been an actress, and she has roles in The Walking Dead, Vampire Diaries, One Tree Hill, and most recently Diary of a Wimpy Kid: The Long Haul. And she also was the last female standing in the live with Kelly co-host search, which was so fun to watch her on that journey. So that was just so enjoyable. But what I wanted to talk to you about today, because not only are you girls both super accomplished actresses and hosts, but you've created your own thing called the local lens. So can we talk a little bit about where that idea, first of all, came from for the local lens? Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I guess I should first be like, hi, I'm Beth. So you recognize <laughs> and I'm my Greer, voice. Right. And we're the local lens. And we're the local lens. <laughs> You've done that before. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, a time or two. Um, but, you know, we were, we had, we met on an audition for, actually for the Atlanta Braves to be the in-stadium host. Oh, wow. And it was 12 me. years ago. Or more, right? Yeah. Was it 12? Oh it was 12. And then there was a guy, Mark, there who now is the in stadium host. And there was only us three. And they put us in the stadium and had us do like hits during the spring game. And instead of attempting to get the job, we were like, hi, how are you? I love you. <laughs> right. Neither of us got the job, but yeah. we fell in love with each other Aww. as friends and yeah. started our friendship. And Mark did. has been doing it. And uh, the Braves host for 12 years, and we've been friends. So it's been amazing. Wow. We feel like it was a fair swap, but through yeah. that, um, we, you know, Greer moved away, I moved to LA, um, and then when we came back to Atlanta, we started becoming accountability partners, and we were really, uh, we realized very quickly that we had the same goals. We both wanted to be hosts, and so we 
we were like, how can we do this together? And then one day I had already been doing sit downs in my, I don't know if you remember that. I remember that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The couch sit down. (laughs) Things to do in Atlanta. And I just had this um, local lens was the the name that popped into my head. And I had had a little logo designed. And, but then one day I was like, you know what? Greer and I are on the same page. We keep talking about doing the same thing. And I just went to her house and sat at her bar and I was like, we need to do this together. Hmm. Let's do it. And Greer already was on board. I mean, she was on board before I even had to have that conversation with right. her. But I think... I was just waiting really, <laughs> for the invite. And then the, the phone call comes and she's like, yes. Yeah. And that's really how it started yeah. because we were on the same page. We had the same end goal in mind and we saw a need in the industry in Atlanta. And so we were like, let's do this. So. Greer, you want to add anything? I just, that was long. No, that was exactly what I would have said. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you that one. So what would you say is kind of your elevator pitch for the local lens and what you do? Yeah. So we've really hashed that out and mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of changed a little as we've been doing it. So we've been working on the local lens together for a little over three years. And it started out, we were talking about entertainment because there's so much that's filming here in Georgia. And so we started out doing that. And then we really got into interviews and we had some people we were working with as mentors and they challenged us to be like, Hey, well, lots of people can talk about entertainment. So what makes you guys different? And what Beth and I really, you know, came up with is honestly, what makes us different is we're friends. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, Beth and I are friends and we approach all of our interviews the same way. So our goal is that one, our viewers feel like they're our friends, that they can tune into what Greer and Beth are doing and they sort of feel like they're our friends. Yeah. And then also we approach our interviews that we want to feel like we are also the celebrities' friends so that our viewer can feel like they're getting that inside access as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we don't wear, you know, like a like tight studio dresses that a lot of reporters wear. A lot of times we have our shoes off in interviews. Mm-hmm. We're re- wearing ripped jeans. We're more casual and, you know, we're always positive. Um, so we're trying to help people tell their story. And it's more that friendship has really been that through line, you know, no matter what. So mm-hmm. our little tagline is your friends and entertainment. Yeah, it's approachable, oh, it. relatable entertainment news Yeah, um, where we welcome you into the conversation. Mm. That's so cool. And it feels like that that is going towards like what I hate to say trends are now, but, you know, so much that, that they preach about social media and everything is be authentic, be mm-hmm. real. And that's what people want these days. They don't want to be like overly sold to. They don't want to feel like these celebrities are on some pedestal and you're actually kind of being that connective force between mm-hmm. that. So I think that's really great. And I think we learned a lot about, about that through our jobs because, mm-hmm. you know, we've been around a lot of high profile athletes or actors and they honestly most of the time want to be treated like a normal human being they don't want to be treated you know I mean they appreciate fans but um, you know they also appreciate just being talked to as a normal person and getting to know them so we've kind of tried to bring that approach into our interviews and it's been a lot of fun Mm -hmm. and to your point on authenticity we are fortunate enough uh, and I would never give away our age because we're still 21 right but (laughs) duh that's what I tell everyone (laughs) 
<laughs> so, but we really, um, through our careers, and thank the Lord, we've had some years behind us, mm-hmm. have found who we are authentically. Mm-hmm. And Greer's authentic spice is very different than mine. And we um, we lift that up in one another. And then we want to bring that into our interviews. But I think we wouldn't be as successful as we are had we attempted to do this even five, well, maybe not five years ago, but, but mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago when we yeah. were um, really just getting started. And mm. so we needed all of those lessons so that we yeah. could be more successful today. Yeah. Timing is so, so important. Isn't I want to say one more thing. Yeah. I'm mesmerized by Heidi's beauty today. I know. You guys can't see her, but she looks She's like such a gorgeous lady so boss. So good. I know. Stop, you guys. I know. <laughs> right back at you. We're snapping a pic with her later so you guys Stop. can see it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am hot. literally rocking that. Like, I, I got dressed and I was like, wow, I look like I was, I'm from the 80s and I don't care. <laughs> There's no shame in that care. game. Yeah. Girl, you're taking over the world what you're I'm doing. like, if this hair is going to be big, then I'm just going <laughs> to totally embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you probably interviewed a lot of great people. And I want to say, I want to ask this question because a lot of people will ask this question. What's like the best celebrity that you've interviewed? Or what's the celebrity that you've really liked the most? Okay, can I go on this one? Yeah. Okay, for me, um, we did the red carpet in Atlanta for Fences. And I got to interview Denzel Washington. Mm. And I I have chills right now even talking about it. I really do. Mm. Because he is one of those guys that you look up to and think, he's incredible. He's amazing. You want him to be everything you dream him to be. And super cute. And so oh. handsome. <laughs> and when and you have to you have to I want to set that scene for you because when you have a red carpet, there are reporters are lined up, especially for a guy like Denzel, lined up one after another. And the smaller outlet you are, the smaller tiny piece of signage you get, which means you have to stay on that. So was, we had like a post-it. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and we were at the end of like the on line. One leg. We're at the end of the line as well. Okay. So I watched Denzel and he literally he and he's with his wife, they're on the red carpet. He's talking to everyone. He's giving them their time. He's looking at them. And I'm like, wow. And I'm thinking the whole time, no way is is he going to make it all the way down here and talk to me. There's no Mm -hmm. way. And he did. And he got all the way down to the bottom of the bucket, which was the local lens. And here we were on our little post-it <laughs> little note. pogo stick. And, <laughs> and he looked me straight in the eye and he acted like I was worthy and mm-hmm. that I deserved his time. He could not have been kinder. He could not have been nicer. I have a picture where he was smiling at me. Yeah. And I love that picture. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I was saying, but he was happy. And well, let me also <laughs> say, too, we go back and forth on who interviews you. So if one person right. had to interview a big person, right. then, and um, I could have murdered Greer. Right. Because it was <laughs> my turn. I think you had just done Tyler Perry. I had. I had. And so it was my turn. And yeah. we didn't know we were going to get fences and it was going to be Denzel. But literally, I was like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, man. And I'm behind the camera right. like that. Yeah. 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 But literally, um, that was that for me was amazing because he was exactly how I thought he would be. He Mm. couldn't have been kinder and nicer. And his wife was right there with him. And um, and that just made me so happy that someone of that level had that kind of character. Yeah. And I, you know, even to be there and because I make jokes, but literally um, 
love that we even had the opportunity as the local ends to have that interview. But to watch how attentive he was, even to his wife, mm-hmm. the amount of time he took with each person. I mean, he doesn't know who the local lens is, but he, like Greer said, was eye contact, connected, generous, mm-hmm. lovely. And yeah. I mean, we have not had that experience yeah, with right. everyone. And you know, I was already a fan. And when you meet people and they act that way, I mean, you are a fan for life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we will tell everyone till the day we die that Denzel Washington's incredible and yeah. I can't hear anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that I have one myself mm-hmm. other than we really enjoyed also interviewing uh, Tony Gonzalez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. And he was That's like open awesome. and um, willing to play around with us and be funny. And oh, we got to interview awesome. him right before the Falcons were in the Super Bowl, which was really oh, cool. And he used to cool. play for the Falcons. And yeah. um, he was in a movie, um, Triple, Triple X, X mm-hmm. which was a terrible movie. Yeah, it really wasn't good. But um, but he was great. And he was in the movie. So it, just the timing was cool because, mm-hmm. you know, he had that um, Atlanta connection of playing for the Falcons. And the Falcons were going to the Super Bowl. So that yeah. was pretty cool. Ooh, and if I can make a point about that interview that was really interesting is um, from what we were told by the company that kind of brought us in to sit down with him, you know, everybody was going in and they were talking about the Falcons with Mm -hmm. him rather than, again, Mm -hmm. focusing on the reason we were there and connecting with him in a way and that he um, was also uplifted and like and got to celebrate his right. own accomplishment, and so I think he, it was refreshing for sure. us to come in to care more about him and his role and what he's doing and the Falcons element. It was an add-on, but it, it was wasn't the point of the interview mm-hmm. for and sure. I think he loved that. Yeah, that's a great way to break yeah. down those walls, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So you have seen not only from the people that you interview, probably, or the opportunities that you have to interview all these people, but also just. In your own career over the years have seen Atlanta change in such huge ways. Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. Yes. Where where do you think that we're going from here? Well, I'm hoping we become the epicenter of the world, even more so. I would love you it. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Still, people are struggling with the idea that, for instance, um, an entertainment show could come out of the South and mm-hmm. be nationally noteworthy, have worldwide content that people want to consume. Mm-hmm. But and, and at my, our hope, and I think where we're going in Atlanta, is to be a stage. Yeah. We might never have the corporate infrastructure that New York and L.A. have, but this is where the action is. And I think we're going to continue to rise in that regard where we become um, a stage mm-hmm. for 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 what we're actually doing rather yeah. than, oh, well, we go to Georgia to film. Right. More content creation coming sure. out of here. What do you think, Greer? Yeah, I mean, what you said. The good. epicenter. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're going to be epicenter. epicenter. Yeah. Worldwide yeah. epicenter. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I love this city, too, so, too. so much. And so, you know, part of it is reflected on what's going on, but also part of it is just this deep desire in my heart that people see how great Atlanta is, too. And it's not an afterthought. It's not an aside or in addition to the other big cities. So um, I'm right there with you, girl. I'll pick it with you. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll raise the signs. <laughs> Heidi and I, are, we're all in. Yeah. All in. 
I want to talk a little bit about building the local lens because I remember us talking several years ago and we talked about how there are some people that end up having a platform, whether they're on the radio so their name is recognized, whether they're booked a big role so everyone knows kind of who they are. That's already uh, this platform, which is amazing because you can do a ton of great stuff and it will be super successful. It is so much harder to create your own content and then also to create that platform Mm. and that community and that tribe that embrace you the same way you would if it's already a built-in platform. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what I want to ask you guys is after three years, what are some of the tips or things that you have found has worked in kind of creating that tribe around the local lens and building that community? As far as the community of people that follow us? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a lot to do with relationships and like we were talking about earlier, being authentic. So, you know, Beth and I have been in the community uh, as far as acting and um, on camera hosting and the world of television and film for, for a long time. And it's been great. I think a lot of people have, have backed us and supported us, have given us the opportunity to partner with them. And because maybe they have a, a bigger name or um, they're willing to put their name on the line to mm-hmm. recommend us, um, that that has a lot to do with it. And sometimes I think in the social media world, um, you know, you're sort of connecting with people, but nothing can really replace an in-person real relationship. Mm. And we were on a chat the other day and people were asking us, do we, did we meet our connections from online digitally or, or, or do we know them on a personal level? And almost all of them are really from a personal level that that are deep. uh, We're old school. Yeah. We we prefer to have face to face. Yeah. You get the long. Uh, phone cord going down right. the hallway Be- because of because of our actual relationships with people mm. in real life it, it translates to a, a digital mm-hmm. following and, and for us it hasn't really been the other way around I mean a few people but more so they already knew us and right. to add to your point about being here in Atlanta and why Atlanta is so great and what I love about the business here being so fresh and new is People want to support each other here. Mm. We actually are so fortunate to have this huge group of of women in our business that love us Mm. and want to see us be successful, i.e. yourself, Heidi, that that are there for us. And Mm. honestly, I don't know that... LA and New York can provide that kind of community. Mm. And I I hope that that part of community never changes in Atlanta, but we have seen the benefit of that and the support that we have had here Mm. um, with a bunch of women and obviously men that have really tried to rally behind us and help us grow our numbers and support us. And we're super grateful for that. We really um, believe in rising together. Um, that's something we talk about a lot that, um, you know, we want to see all of our talented friends rise. And so we try to think about ways that we can uplift others around us and and not see it as something that's competitive um, because we found that that doesn't really help anybody. Yeah. Um, and, and nobody's ever going to really take your job. Nobody mm-hmm. can take that from you. If it's someone else's, it wasn't meant to be yours. Yeah. And we've we've learned by building bridges and building relationships that that's actually helped us to have a lot of those connections and mm-hmm. um, and, and that we've ended up getting jobs and other things because mm-hmm. instead of making it competitive, you're you're making that bridge and, and being supportive instead. And even yeah. when we meet new hosts, mm-hmm. we 
realize that they aren't our competitors. What's really amazing about hosting and also acting, I think a lot of actors don't even realize what you bring into the room or what you bring to your on-camera presence is so specific to you that your spice is different than mine. Mm -hmm. And we will, we really aren't direct competitors. Right. We should rise together, like Greer was saying, Mm -hmm. and support each other. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how I think our platform has been built Mm. is just that here in Atlanta, there's more of that mindset that we can rise together. Do you feel like having that mindset has helped you guys work together too, you know, as as females? Because that is sometimes tough when, I mean, I just see other females and sometimes that can get a little catty or mm. not, not even catty, but it is hard when you're, comp- you know, competing against our, other people. Our friendship, our business relationship, our brand wouldn't work if, mm. if we couldn't be that way. Um, yeah, I mean. She means be catty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So catty. Um, No, I mean, I think we just, we have learned that we can be comfortable in our own ability. Mm -hmm. And even though Beth and I, honestly, to this day, we still will go up against each other on on jobs all the time. All the time. Um, We're with the same agent. We are up for the same jobs. And it's amazing how quickly one of us can be like, oh, this is your job or this is your job. And it's not that the other one doesn't want it. Right. Um, But we both work, you know, and we know that if this one's going to be best, another one's going to come around and it'll be mine. And um, even within the local lens, you know, we have our own strengths. And so we know I know when it's Beth's department and Beth knows when it's Greer's department. And we just let that be. You know, I want her to shine when it's her turn to shine because that's what she's great at. And And um, we're human. I mean, obviously, there I'm sure there are times I know for me that I'm like, man, Greer's so great at that. Oh, God, I wish I was that great. And I get, you know, frustrated with myself mm-hmm. um, because I because I am human. Sure. But what we have built together is this really open communication policy. Mm-hmm. And we've figured out the healthy way to communicate. And we usually give things a break mm-hmm. for a couple hours if we have a disagreement or we're not on the same page, maybe even overnight. And then we'll come back together mm-hmm. and be like, all right, how can we discuss this? How can we? And, and usually one person feels more strongly than the other person. And when it comes down to that, mm-hmm. I can go, you know what, Greer? It matters less to me, so we're going to go your route. Or Greer can go, Beth, okay, I can see this is really bothering you. We'll go your route. And we're Mm -hmm. willing to concede, Mm -hmm. and then we're also willing to respect the other person's opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when you work together, um, it's and so closely like we do, Mm -hmm. you can't avoid it. We're not going to always agree. Um, There are going to be things that we see differently. We're going to annoy each other, um, all of that. But I think at the end of the day, we know that we love each other, and we know that um, our hearts are good yeah. towards each other. So even though you get frustrated or mad or need a break, and, and I'm a big one for, I, I get capped and I am I have to take a break and she knows that about me. Um, and, and silence from me from for an hour or a, a few hours or maybe, maybe even overnight is not... Um, that means she's technically mad. Right. Yes. I just know, know at this point she needs space. I need yeah, space. Sure. And so that's how I have to regroup. And then, yeah. but I always come back around. I think the pro- the real problem would be if I couldn't come back 
and, and talk about it. But I mm-hmm. think that's been good. And, and we've learned things about, I mean, I feel like sometimes we'll even talk about Beth and Jared and their relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we'll laugh and be like, oh, well, you know, maybe you guys could handle like we handle it when we get like, <laughs> <you> <laughs> I'm taking notes. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's, it's funny. Um, yeah. And sometimes kind of Greer will be over and like, I guess I'm like your adopted child. But, yeah. <laughs> she's around so much. She's like, all right, well, I, I guess, guess I'll stay, stay for, for dinner. dinner right? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Well, I love hearing that from you guys. And I think, um, I mean, I think that both of you, like you said, too, timing and discovering really who you are and being comfortable in that and going, this is just who I am. And that's mm-hmm. who you are. Totally different. And yeah, let's just work on this together. So let me also say, Heidi. Yeah. I, there are, I don't think I could do this with anyone else. Mm. Like it, we just happen to get very lucky in the combination of our personalities mm-hmm. working well, um, our work ethic being similar. Yeah. Greer does work harder on some things than mm-hmm. me. I can openly say that. <laughs> and usually it's social media because, and Heidi could probably attest, like I'm the worst <laughs> texter or communicator. Like yeah. I just, I might see it and then just forget to respond. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, Beth, did you get my text? Oh, oh, oh. It's that. <laughs> and so I probably come off as like the rudest person ever. When really it's just like, I'm like, butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, squirrel. Right. Squirrel. Right. Squirrel. Yeah. 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 No, so I totally get that. she's great with that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I have another friend, and she's going to die that I'm saying this, but um, who I think I could work really well with. Her name is Lace. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. But also I know we'd murder each other. Yeah. You know? And so you have to be aware of like, okay, we love each other, but. Right. We probably couldn't work on going like this. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas totally. Greer and I, we're we're similar enough and we're different enough yeah. that it really it's works. It's a good balance. Yeah. So if you're yeah. going to go into business with a friend, just just make sure that, you know, it's the right... Uh, the right friend. Right yeah. friend. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. all your friends you don't want to go into business with. That's for right. sure. Right. <laughs> sure. What has been some of the biggest challenges that you guys have faced creating the local lens? Because... What has not been a challenge? Yeah, I know, right? We lens. could be here all day long, I am sure. But yeah. what are um, some of the biggest ones that you guys have faced? Um, do you want to? No, go for um, it. If you have a, uh, th- there's so many, but uh, one is we have to wear all the hats, yeah. right? Um, we have to have all the communication. We have to set up everything. We have to, you know, we have equipment. We have to actually research. We have to edit. We have to upload. We have to come up with captions. We have yeah. to do all of these things. And and some of them I'm decent at. Some of them she's decent at. And some of them neither of us are really that great at. You know, and uh, but you it has to get done. Let's be honest. A lot of them neither of us. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, production. Right. Honestly, Heidi, yeah. like that. Well, okay. And I would say another like really big hurdle for uh-huh. us was making ourselves do it. Yes. Every week when we first started, write the scripts, do the homework, yeah. uh, the research, and then remember to plug the mic in. Right. You know, right. it's, we have done so much stupid crap. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're like, how? Surely we're old enough and. Yeah. Uh, and like smart enough. Speaking of wearing lots of hats, so we're actually recording this in our voiceover studio. Yeah. So if you heard um, the phone ring, uh, it's hello, just probably in the our studio. How can we help it's you? Probably our next uh, we're appointment. In a, we're in a session right now, <laughs> and also uh, Mike is sprinting yeah. like a banshee. Like oh, a banshee. No. <laughs> to go answer it. And the other thing, Heidi, uh, is you know we have other jobs. Right. Um, we are, we don't make a living from the local lens. This is mm-hmm. a passion project of ours that we believe in. And we work really hard at it, but we have other jobs that actually pay our bills, mm-hmm. and there's more than one. 
And we also have families. Beth is married and I have a son and both of those relationships are super important to Mm us. So, hey, stop interrupting us guys at the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio, okay? We're we're doing a podcast. Very busy. (laughs) Speaking of jobs that pay money, right? I think Heidi has a few too. Heidi has a few. She can understand. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, So have you guys ever been tempted just to give up? Because you've been going for three years. So this is wearing lots of hats for three years. That's a long time and being consistent. Yes. Thankfully, so far, we haven't wanted to do it at the same time. Yeah. Usually one person (laughs) is ready to give up when another person is like, we can do this. Sure. And and that's what, but the money element is what makes you want to give up. Mm. People see our social profiles and like, Mm. wow, you are, oh my gosh, I can't believe you got, oh. And then when they're like, well, how much do you make? Mm -hmm. First of all, we don't like to talk about that. So for everyone out there, do not ask people who are creating their (laughs) own business how much money they make. It's, right. it's always rude to yes. ask how much money people make. Oh, so, yes. oh, so you're making money yet? Okay, not a valid question. <laughs> back, up, back up off. We're Pass. creators. Just yeah. leave us alone. And okay. that's been a reason that we're like, oh my gosh, this is a mm. full-time job. We make no money doing it. We're doing it because we love it. And the end goal is to profit. Sure. That's why we would want to give up. And honestly, I, like Greer said, I mean, it's it's teeter-totter yeah. on who, who wants to give up this month. Mm. Right, right, right. <laughs> You know, one of the things that Greer and I actually talked a little bit about this this past weekend, and we talked about how when you're creating something like this, there is this fear, and I have this fear too. Um, There's this fear of you putting everything into it because it takes a lot of work, a lot of effort. You put your heart and soul into it, and you're like, what if at the end of the day, this is as far as it goes? That's a real fear. What do you guys do to get over that, to talk yourself through it? Honestly, still working through that, yeah. if, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. I think I face that all the time. I think um, I my... And you struggle with, I fear quitting before something really happened Mm. and it was worth it. And then I fear never quitting and nothing ever really comes to fruition. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I think we put so much into it Mm -hmm. um, that, and I'm with Greer where that fear lives underneath you. Yeah. Um, And we're grateful for the work that we have, right. That we can support ourselves and our families on our own. But I think ideally the dream would be that Greer and I would get to take this show on air. Right. Even if that's digital on air, like Mm -hmm. somebody paying us to create this and to live out our dream. And so the idea that we would go through all of this for nothing Mm -hmm. is, is still very haunting. As far as getting over it, I think we just keep persevering. Yeah. And... That's a huge part. Yeah, and I think it goes back to um, working together where, again, I think we struggle at different times with that typically. Yeah. Um, Even though it's always an underlying factor, um, if I'm struggling, usually Beth is able to kind of pick me up and pull me along and vice versa. And I think that makes a big difference too. Yeah, for sure. You know, I the reason why I asked you that question is because I think it is always great to hear people go, you know, I mean, Tyler Perry, I did this for seven years and then I was about to give up and then something happened. You know, you hear stories like that that's super encouraging. But also, I wanted people that are listening to hear stories of people that are like, I get up every day and I just keep going. And I don't have the end in sight because that's the hard part. 
the hard part isn't looking back seven years and going, oh, okay, all this was worth it because it all worked out. But I wanted to hear from people that, I mean, I'm in that boat too, you know, that we just keep going. And I think, yeah. And I I hope that one day we look Mm -hmm. back and say we did this for seven years and Mm -hmm. then X happened. Um, But I I do also think Beth and I could say, and and I think you could attest to this too, because I listened to your podcast the other day and you were talking about it. But even if local lens doesn't work out the way we thought, um, we've learned so much. Mm -hmm. You know, before this, we, we weren't out networking with people in the community like we are now. We weren't creating content. We weren't shooting. We weren't editing. We weren't producing. So all of those things, you can't tell me that that is going to just, I'm going to do all of that and then have no value. Right. You know what? My husband and I had a conversation Mm -hmm. about this in the past couple weeks. And he was saying, I was talking about the local lens and it was one of my frustrating times. And, you know, and actually that was a prime example where I'm like, Greer, she stopped by to get some gear. And I was like, can you sit down and have a glass of wine with me? We had to have a talk. And Greer's like, am I in trouble? Um, But Jared said to me, he said, um, I don't even know. What were we talking about? Um, about not giving up. You were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, Not giving up. And he was like, but listen, I have no doubt you and Greer have made twice as much money in your personal lives because Mm. of local lens because you are better hosts Mm. you're smarter hosts and because of all of the work you've put in yeah and because of that don't pretend like you're not reaping benefits Mm -hmm. you absolutely are and even though you might not be seeing them with local lens right now right you're seeing them in your personal lives and you Mm. guys are great at what you do and you're so much better than you were when you started. Yeah. Isn't Jared great? I have a good husband. <laughs> hey, Jared. He'll be listening. <laughs> now he's just going to have to listen to the whole thing just to get to the part about him. Yeah. But <laughs> so smart. Ah. That was really smart. Um, yeah. You know, it's so interesting because I bet you get a better sense for people that are doing production now that you never would before. You probably know what they're looking for when they're think- thinking about lighting and camera angles and all that stuff, which makes you guys a better host. So I think that's really great and valuable. Thanks, Heidi. So let's let me ask, what do you see as the future for local lens right now? What's on the horizon? Well, we did make a pilot. Yeah. And we're shopping the pilot. And we've got some actually some progress right now and working through uh, some meetings that are hopefully happening in the next couple weeks. And from there, I think we're going to keep trucking along Mm -hmm. and see what happens. We're always willing to pivot. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, a piece of advice that we can give. And and honestly, we made a big pivot this year and something felt really um, wrong in, in my heart. Not totally wrong, but like, oh, this doesn't really. And that's when Greer and I sit down and we have a conversation. And sh- and that's what makes this this um, partnership so fun and also so great is she's willing to go, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We'll, we'll make some concessions. There are some times I'm conceding on what ugh, I want to be a stickler about. But she's like, look, look I'm meeting you in the middle. We're going to do some of this. And then I see exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So our hope is that we can continue to pivot as needed, mm-hmm. but continue then to work together to be successful. Pivot! Mike. <laughs> pivot! 
Um, you know, there's a lot of good qualities about my husband that I really love, but his ability to come up with a gif or a meme in yeah. record time yeah. is probably at the top of the list. I think what we've learned here today, Heidi, is you need a camera to have yeah. a Facebook Live or something yeah. going on because yeah. there's a lot of funny there things There is some craziness <laughs> going, guys. Yes. there. Our mimosas have definitely gotten a lot lower um, in the cup, and yeah. Mike, Mike is we need entertaining us. Oh, yeah. wow. Mike is refilling Sexiest waiter ever. We're going to go yeah. for another yeah. hour, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take oh, a seat. So if people want to follow the local lens and you guys, and um, and they should because obviously the local lens is going to usher us into being the epicenter of the world. We hope here. so. We um, hope so. Then how can they do that? Yeah, so we have a website, thelocallens.com. You can follow us um, at the local lens With on, an E. With an E. And we know that lens isn't always spelled with an E. It's an alternative spelling. <laughs> so if you, if you, if you do want to comment about it, just Keep them don't. to yourselves. Okay. We've already heard it. And um, <laughs> the local lens with an E on Instagram, Twitter, Thank you, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, we actually the have A. the same handle everywhere. Oh, that's yeah. convenient. So it's the local L E N S E with an E. Yes. Awesome. Girls, thank you so much for being here today. I really, really enjoy talking to you. And I. I think everyone else probably enjoyed listening as well. Well, thank, thank you, you for having Thanks, us. It's an honor to be here today. And if you hear something continuously throughout this podcast, <laughs> it sounds yeah, like that. tooting. <laughs> it's my chair. That's what champagne does for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Totally it, is, it, it is a chair, and we've already discussed this. Most of the stuff in the studio is from Home Goods, so that probably is the chair. So sorry. It may have been on clearance. You guys have an awesome day. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thanks, Heidi. As a Georgia peach, she loves pleasing people, so she wants to know how she can improve the show. So let her know, either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, at Heidi Rue. Also be kind, because she's my wife. And if she has a bad day, then I'm really going to hear about it. 